Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. Welcome to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode. Thank you to a new year in 2019 as we continue to celebrate our hope in Christ under the umbrella of Hope in Christ Ministries. Let us open with a word of prayer and we'll begin today's show. Father, we thank you. Lord God, for another day, we thank you for yet another year with the platform of Hope in Christ. Father, we pray and ask, Lord God, that this year we go and, and show more of the cross of Christ to the world, Father God. And we pray, Lord, that you will get the glory that you said in your word that if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Father, I pray that you will be lifted up today so that people will come to the only hope there is. You, Christ our Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Today, we're going to begin a devotional. We're going to talk about what Jesus has done for humanity, what Jesus has done for humanity. And yes, we know and we've read the word and we constantly, I know previously on my, my podcast, I've talked about Christ over and over. Why? Because it's called Hope in Christ, right? So today I just want to focus in on some of the things that I've been studying about what Christ has done for humanity. Why am I stopping to do an episode about what Christ has done? Because the world has fallen away from the true and living God. The world is in need of hope. And the world is searching for hope. They're searching and searching and searching for all these things. They're putting their hope in their jobs, and they're putting their hope in their money, and they're putting their hope in people, and they're being disappointed. So I want to reiterate what Christ has done for us. What has Christ done for not just you but for me, for my family, for my son, for my husband, for my mom, for my brothers and sisters? What has Christ done for each and every one of us? We have to be reminded. Why? Because we are so focused in on the politics of the world and the things that are happening. And, guys, guess what? The word of God tells us that it's going to get worse before Christ comes. So we have to put our hope in the only hope, Christ our Lord. So let's talk about it for a moment. I've been studying different scriptures about what Christ has done um, just to remind myself and to stay prayed up and to stay focused in on him because the enemy the word declares that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And um, we can have abundant life, not stuff, not money, not cars, not jewelry, not fame, not fortune. That's not what he's talking about. He's saying life eternally, life peace 
in this earth. And so um, let's talk about Christ. Let's talk about what Christ has done for us. So the first one that I wrote down is that Christ came who is over all. He's the eternal blessed God, according to Romans 9 and 5. So he came and he is, not he might be, not he could be, but he is overall the eternally blessed God, according to Romans 9 and 5. So what does that mean? I'm glad you asked me. What does that mean? There is no other. There are so many idol worships in this earth. Well, people have come to worship all kinds of things and create all these deities, false deities, of course, that don't exist. When the word, if we would just open the word and find out what Christ has done for humanity, it says that he came and he is overall the eternally blessed God. Eternally blessed. That means he's eternal. He exists. He never ends. He's forever. I haven't met anybody, anything that has met those qualifications yet. Haven't. I haven't. I haven't. The next one that I wrote is he's a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, according to Romans 9 and 33. He's a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, according to Romans 9 and 33. Well, what does that mean? Well, I believe it means because in the Old Testament, they, um, he was basically, they went to stone him because, again, in the first one in Romans 9 and 5, he made him, he spoke and, and said that he basically, he was telling them, I'm God. And so they they thought that was like you know blasphemy. What do you mean? You're a human being. He that's the he brought you know into existence. He made manifested himself in the flesh. And so a stumbling stone and a rock of offense. Why? Wait a minute. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And so that's what that particular scripture means. It says, um, the other scripture here, it says for he can't for the Jews and the Gentiles. For the Jews and for us. For everybody. So when we see division, when we see people um saying that one group is better than another or judging one group or another, whatever, the word says and Christ came for the Jews and the Gentiles. So if there's any religion that you're practicing that has a caste system or certain things that told you, right, that you're beneath or you're not at a certain point, that's not of God. Amen. Another scripture says in Romans 10 and 9, it says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Let me read that again in Romans 10 and 9. It says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, 
you will be saved. You will be saved. So let's break this one apart. Let's break this one apart. I love words. I love the word of God, and I love to take the word and break it apart so that we all can understand it, myself included. So the word if indicates a condition. It's whether or not you choose to. Right? So it, it, that's what if means. It's whether you choose to. And once you, if you confess, if you do it, if you choose to. Now, the word confess here means um, to say the same thing as another, to agree with, to declare openly, to promise, acknowledge, to profess, or make a vow, um, speak freely of, or have a deep conviction or allegiance to, to have a deep conviction, a vow, or allegiance to, or to declare, or to agree with, if you confess, if you make a promise and profess and speak freely of and being in allegiance to Christ, if you do that with your mouth, because you can't confess any other way but open your mouth. So it's not just I'm saying something about Jesus. I heard about Jesus, told me about Jesus. It's saying that if I come, when we, you know how we stand and we I pledge allegiance to the flag, no, 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 I pledge allegiance to Jesus Christ. And so that's what this scripture is saying. That's what this scripture is saying here. So if you confess with your mouth, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord, the Lord Jesus, the Lord, article, the or the, some of us say the, the Lord, the article, the is specific and there's nothing else to look for. There's not, it, it didn't say, it didn't say if you confess with your mouth a Lord. It said, if you confess with your mouth, if you take allegiance, you convict it in your heart, if you make a vow and you acknowledge that he is, then he is the Lord Jesus, and you believe it, and you believe it. And so, and you believe it in your heart. So we're going to talk about um, Lord. So what is Lord? So we see in Scripture, we see the different terms, right? And so the term um, Lord is supremacy. Supremacy. He to whom a person or thing belongs, the possessor and disposer of a thing, the owner, the master, the supreme in authority. So it is saying if you confess with your mouth, if you agree, if you accept, if you make a vow, profess, and say, Lord, right, the Lord is your master. He's supreme in authority. And then we talk about Jesus. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, who is Jesus? Jehovah is salvation. God incarnate. That's, that's, that's who we're talking about here. That that's who we're talking about. 
and believe in your heart. What does believe in your heart mean? What does believe in your heart? Believe, accept, accept, to be persuaded of, to place your confidence in, to put your trust in, to rely upon. That's what believe means, believe, believe. That means I have to believe that thing on the inside. I have to believe it on the inside. Amen. I have to believe it on the inside. So again, it says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, accept it as truth, that God raised him, who? Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. What is saved? You'll be made whole. You will be healed. You will be delivered. You will be protected. You will be made whole. You will be um, not be under oppression any longer. You won't be burdened down by the sin of the world and the life around us. You won't have that. Now, will you have some things that happen in life? Of course, we live in a world. But he's greater. He's greater. He's greater. He's greater. So that's what that particular scripture means. Amen. And then it says, in Acts 2 and 36, it says that God has made Christ, Jesus, I'm sorry. God has made Jesus both Lord and Christ. God has made Jesus both Lord and Christ. So let's talk about that. Because sometimes we see the scriptures and we say, wait a minute, wait a minute. God and we see Jesus and we see Lord, right? Let's talk about the three terms and what they actually mean. When you go into scripture and you look it up and you look up the original language, God in scripture is like when we say um, our titles. Like, so God is Theos or the supreme divinity, the deity, okay? Um, eternal self sustained. That's, that's God. Um, the power. So when we say God, that's why we say Lord God. And, and um, so we're being specific because anything, any, any people make God to be trees and, and the clouds in the sky and, and the birds in the air. People, people make a whole lot of things. Greek mythology helps you understand that people made gods out of other stuff or they just made it up. So when we say God in scripture, it means supreme divinity, a deity, Self-existing and eternal. That's what God means. That's what God means, okay? So it says God, the deity, the supreme divinity, made Christ both Lord. What is Lord again? Supreme. Supremacy. Supreme in authority. And Christ. What's Christ? What does that mean? The Messiah. The anointed one. So he was made, mm, not made like we think made, right? 
came to be known as the Lord and the Christ, the supreme in authority, and the earth took authority and Christ, the anointed one. The anointed one, there is no other. There is no other. So we understand the word. We have to get the word in us. We have to get the word in us. And I want to share something real quick. I've been a Christian for probably close to 20 years. And there was a time, I just want to share this so that we understand, we have to know God's word and we have to receive it in our heart. And we have, It's called obedience, accepting as truth. We have to obey the word of God. We have to believe that it is the foundational truth of our lives. There was a time where once I, I was saved, but there was a time that I got away from reading the word. I got in into being more concerned about what my family thought or other people thought. And if I said anything about the word, people would get offended and all those things. I got to that place and I was, there was no peace for me. I, I, I just wasn't at peace. And I was so out of it. I, I just felt like I was so far away from God. And, and I would hear and feel the Lord speaking to my heart telling me to draw near. And I remember one time I heard in my spirit, everything that you need is in my word. Every single thing you need is already in my word. And so we have to understand, we have to lay aside our own philosophies and the philosophies of others. And we have to come just as we are. Come just as we are, without people, without the stuff, without the philosophy, without religion, and come to the living God, asking for the answers that we need. He walked among us. He knows what we felt. He understands our emotions, but yet he was without sin. So who else can help us? We can't help ourselves. We tried it. That's why the world is in disarray now. So I want you to understand what Christ has done for humanity. Another thing that I studied here is he's a fulfiller of prophecy. According to Matthew 1 and 22, and it says, That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So there would be a virgin that would bear a child, bear a son specifically, and they shall call him Emmanuel. This was one of the prophets, Prophet Isaiah, who spoke years and years and years and years before Christ was born into the earth. He's a fulfiller of prophecy. 
how many people have our parents told us that that person um, was able to tell them exactly the things that we would do when we stepped into the earth, except the word came from God, except the word came from God. Amen. Except the word came from God. In John 1, according to John 1, he is the word, the Logos, the word of God. He is God made known to us. He is the word and he is God according to John 1 and 1. And according to John 1 and 3, all things came to be through him, through Christ. And without him, nothing made came into being. Without Christ. So we, when we stop and we think about that particular scripture, all things came to be through him, and without him, nothing made came had come into being or had been all things came through him so if all things people we we came through christ everything that was made earth earth is the lord as the scriptures say in the fullness thereof the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof everything that's in it it came into being through christ jesus so what man, what just preacher or teacher or prophet have you ever read anything about them where everything, you, me, and everything in the world came through them, came into being, into existence through them? None, none. John 1 and 5 says that Christ is the light that shines in darkness. Christ is the light that shines in darkness. John 1 and 15 says Christ existed before John the Baptist. John the Baptist said he existed before me. And then John 1 and 17 says, grace and truth came through him. Grace, grace, what we don't deserve, but God gives it to us anyway, came through him. And truth was made known through Christ Jesus. He existed before John the Baptist, the one who baptized him. He existed before him. He's the light that shines in darkness. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's also the life. He says, I am the life. No man, no man, no man, no man, no woman, no boy, no girl comes through the Father except by me. 
This is Jesus, the only living God, the one who is, the one who was, the one who is to come. This is he who is the great I am. This is he who is the lily in the valley. This is he who is the bright and morning star. This is Jesus, the one who did it all for humanity. What did he do for us? He's all that we need. He's all that we've talked about. He's all that we have stated here in this broadcast. He is the Lamb of God. He is the Lion of Judah. Won't you come to him? Won't you accept him for who he is today as you listen to this broadcast? Why don't you put your hope in him? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your word. We know, oh God, what a great mystery you are. But we know, oh God, that your word says that your thoughts are not our thoughts. Neither are your ways our ways. For as high as the heaven is and the earth, so are your ways and our ways. Father, you knew that we would not be able to sustain ourselves. You knew that we could not fix ourselves, so you already had a plan. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that we in this world, in this time, in this season, will come to an understanding that there is no other outside of Christ. Lord, you are the eternal existing one, and we thank you for manifesting yourself. Father, we pray that the stony places will be rolled away and that we will come to Christ just as we are and surrender our hearts, O oh God, because we know now and we know according to your word that your word is truth. Father, your word tells us to not take away, not to add to and, Father, we pray that we denounce every false deity and come, come to the living God, come to the living God. We pray this now. Hallelujah, God. We bless your name, O oh God, for there is no other in heaven or on earth. We bless you and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. You can reach out to us on Facebook. You can send me a prayer request on Denise at hope-in-christ.com. That's Denise at hope-in-christ.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Feel free to join the Hope in Christ book club or the Hope in Christ ministry group. Feel free to be a part of the virtual events of ministry. Feel free to contact me to come and speak to your youth or women or anyone to bring the hope, the message of the cross, 
to this world so that people would know and find true hope. I would be glad to stay tuned for our second journal under Hope in Christ Ministries called Is This English Class or Bible Study? And this is a Bible study journal, and it's a it's a group of tools. It's, it's just a, a, it's packed with tools to help study and dig into the scriptures. Um, it's tools that have to do with breaking apart words and helping us understand the meaning of the word and breaking the scriptures apart and just fun ways to study the word so that we can show ourselves with proof, rightly dividing the word of truth. It is very important that you study God's word for yourself, not just when you go to church, but what does God's word say to you? What is the Holy Spirit saying to you what the, God, what the Word of God says? So it is important. So I am excited about is this, is this English class or Bible study journal that's coming out in the month of March 2019. Check it out. Look out for it. It's not anything to substitute God's Word. It's just a tool that if you're studying a scripture and you want to pull one of the graphic organizers to break down the Word feel free. That's what this tool is about. It will be on sale for $10, and, and that'll be the price of it, um, because we got to know God's Word. Amen. We have to know what the Word says for ourselves, because people will take the Word out of text, out of context, and they will twist the Word and make it fit their motive. And so we want to know what God's Word says for ourselves. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Have a blessed one.